Things are going to get a little bit saucy in this episode. Let's talk about sex, baby. <laughs> was that salt and pepper or TLC? Yeah, it was salt and pepper, wasn't it? God knows. <laughs> well, yeah, we are going to talk about parent sex because... It doesn't uh, happen. <laughs> it doesn't happen much. And that's all we got today. <laughs> At this, it lasts as long as you last. Yep. <laughs> okay, get all the jokes out of the way. No, on a serious note, I think a lot of people can relate to this, especially especially as first-time parents. We had sex yesterday and um, (laughs) we're going to delve into how our sex life has been since having a baby. So our baby is now almost seven months. Yep. Yeah, he's a week short. I just had to look at the calendar then. Yeah. Jesus, it's gone quick. I know. Well, welcome. If you haven't heard of us before, I'm Heidi. I'm Griffo. And we decided to start First Time Parents, our podcast, an unedited, unfiltered um, journey as first time parents, documenting all our shitty and glorious moments when uh, I was 39 weeks pregnant. Yeah, it's been a roller coaster, highs and lows. And um, yeah, we're just rolling it out week by week. We're excited that you're joining us. Thank you so much for all your love on social media and wherever you're listening to us, whether it's Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, my website or iTunes. We're absolutely loving um, all the feedback and everything. It's been awesome. So thank you so much. And if you want to join our group, First Time Parents, um, on Facebook, it is a private Facebook group. But if you want to jump on in there at the moment, especially since what is happening around the world, the support and love in that group is so empowering. It's just another way to communicate. Considering we've lost the touch and um, personal gatherings, just online is the way forward for the near future. Um, so get around it. It's really helpful. Awesome. Now let's get into the formalities. Massive love to our brand spanking new sponsors, Donata Co. They're a sugar-free ice cream um, that is actually made in Australia and they've got no added sugar, all natural ingredients, low carb, gluten-free, low lactose, um, diabetic and keto friendly. And you can find at your local, you can find um, stockers at donataco.com. So if you want to jump on there, Coles, IGA, independent supermarkets, um, Go Vita and all their health food stores. And can I just say another sponsor that I literally am obsessed with. You were onto them long time ago. Well, funnily enough, one of my girlfriends, she's a she's a friend of ours. She actually is one of the creators of um, Donata. And so I tasted this ice cream ages ago. And then when I had gestational diabetes, I was always looking for something sweet. Healthy, that, got your fix. Yeah. And I, how, much, how many buckets do you reckon I ate? Many, a lot. But the thing is with this, what I've found with some of these health food, um, you know, that you make me try on my, a lot of them don't have that same nice flavor yeah. or taste a bit weird and off. This ice cream is the real deal. Yeah. It and, is the real deal. And the girls that um, created it, you know, my friend Jade, they like, they spent time and, you know, their money and everything putting their love and passion into this ice cream and you can taste it. 100%. And I, you know, like I said, if you're pregnant right now um, and you want to stock up for ISO life, literally get around it. Yep. Or even as a first-time parent for your children. Yeah. It's a healthy option. It is really good. Um, Anyway, we absolutely love them. If you want to find out where your local stockist is, jump online or the W's, donatico.com. Oh, sex. Sex and ice cream, they go together. <laughs> they do. What would you have first? Oh, oh my God, you know me. Get the sex out of the way. No, <laughs> you know your me. ice cream. You'd probably <laughs> eat two tubs and you're like, oh, I can't be fucked. <laughs> I literally am obsessed with ice cream. I reckon it's my favourite food. More than sex. <laughs> More than sex. But I actually had a... Um, 
my sex drive was definitely higher before pregnancy. I would say so, yeah, definitely, yeah. <laughs> I don't know where your head's at these days, but it's certainly not on sex. Well, it's on our son, <laughs> keeping him alive. <laughs> but he sleeps. Oh, do you mean when we're having sex or just... Oh, probably both. <laughs> but no, predominantly, yeah, in, in general, day-to-day life, your, your head is definitely not on and around the topic of sex. Well, we did talk about sex very early when we first decided to have sex. So it, during pregnancy, we spoke about it in week five, I think. So you can jump back to that episode. And we decided to have sex because I guess I wanted to know one, what it would feel like. Two, I felt like I needed to serve you. I know that sounds crazy, but do you know what I mean? I felt like I need to have a connection with you and kind of let you get your rocks off. I know that sounds so bad. Um, and also, like I said, there was a part of me that was really, I felt really kind of um, primally and, and horny in the first few weeks. Yeah, I think when you've let something go for a while, you're kind of, oh, let's revisit that. I do remember it fun, you know, when we used to have sex a, a fair bit. Yeah. So you want to revisit that. Yeah, and it's funny because I've noticed with you, I had the higher sex drive before pregnancy and, you know, and and now, but you are the one that has such a higher sex drive now. I think it's once again, it comes back to that, oh, if you're not getting it, you're sort of, I don't know, you're a bit more like, oh, I want it now. Whereas before, I think, yeah, I guess our roles have changed. Or do you find me sexy as a mum? I don't think much has changed in that. Oh, I don't so go you don't think like, I'm sexier? No, I think you're still the same person. <laughs> Why do you think I'm you sexier find... as a dad? <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't mean that I want to have sex with you <laughs> because I just can't be I think be you're bothered. telling bullshit. <laughs> I'll call bullshit because you don't have sex with me that much. No, I know. And that's this is the thing that I want to talk about it because it's something that's come up in mother's group and stuff. And I know a lot of the girls in my group and, you know, I've got girlfriends that when we've talked about it, the thing is my sex drive has just literally kind of wilted away. Like I don't have the libido like I used to, I don't have the energy, I don't have the, um, you know, the wild sex because I'm not going out and partying and getting, you know, drunk so like it's, you know, we don't have You had that the other day and apparently you tried it on me but I was like, I'm going to bed, I've had a couple too many beers, it's time to night-night, (laughs) Griffo. Yeah, and so I know with some of the girls, like they are really struggling like with their sex drive at the moment and they were saying like, but they feel sorry for their partners. I don't feel sorry for you. That's why you're a bitch. <laughs> no, you but should do. I, but I don't because no. because because you're all about you. No, but I don't feel like it's something that you should be really serving to your partner. Like, but if that's a, what they a, need, it's a connection, right? That both of you two. Yeah, but if one needs it more than the other, and it's something that's important, I think you do need to. Like you spoke about love languages, you need to adhere to your partner's love language. But your love language has never been sex, so why? No, but they can change, and you're always one to get up me and say, like, people can okay, change. Okay, okay, evolving. Yes, you've evolved. You don't grow um, or Don't evolve. try and backpedal. <laughs> you don't grow. Don't try and backpedal, woman. <laughs> you don't grow or evolve, or evolve and change in the comfort zone. That's what I always say. So, okay, yep, good point. Yeah, moving on. <laughs> Or well, we can keep digging your hole if you want. Well, I kind of guess I want to talk to you from your perspective because when we have tried to have sex, you know, throughout this last seven months, and like I said, when we did it after, you know, the first five weeks of being new parents, it felt great to connect and it felt fun and do you know what I mean? We let loose. But as time has gone on, for me, 
I felt excruciating pain in, you know, not in the the first part of my vagina, but when, you know, if you go fully deep. in, deep, yeah. And I got to the point, didn't I, that <laughs> you're chuckling. <laughs> um, I got to the point where I, I wanted to go to the doctors and get it checked out because I thought that my vagina had closed up <laughs> internally. Yeah, well, I guess there's a lot of, you know, you didn't have a vaginal birth. That's no. what they call it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but still, a lot's got, happened down there. On top of that, hormones and stuff's gone on, so your mental state's changed. I guess that's as a whole of, as you not wanting to have sex, you're feeling pain, you, may, you don't have the sex drive, you're tired. So there's a lot of factors, I, I feel, that have come into it as to why you don't probably want to have sex. And let's face it, if something hurts, you're not really going to go, oh, yes, let's go and do that, whether it's an enjoyment that you're getting out of it, like sex, if you're not enjoying it, you're going to be like, oh, I'll push that away. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, you've seen the uh, the GP, the uh, gyno, and I sort of asked, and they did say, right, there's this tablet hormone. I don't know what type and so of it's hormone. For, so what happens is, and like I said, I hate to, because I'm not, you know, we definitely don't call this an educational podcast. It's more like this our is experience. our story, our That's experience. It. So I hate giving facts of what I th- – because, you know, this is a while ago that they gave me these Just tablets. Just say what the doctor but said, I'm not what Google sure, said. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that it's got something to do with your estrogen levels when you're breastfeeding. And so what happens is you can be quite dry down there. And so these tablets that you insert vaginally, um, kind of like with the – you know, women would know like when you're ins- using a Tampax, so you just kind of pop it in there. Um, <laughs> it actually helps with the dryness and so it lubricates the area um, over time. So, And that seems to have helped a bit. Oh, it's definitely helped a lot because like, I find I'm much more wet and not, I'm not just talking about in sex. <laughs> Be mature. Uh, um, not just in sex but just in general because, like I said, it genuinely felt like sometimes when we would have sex internally that it was fully closed over and so I was thinking you know because he broke my waters that way maybe there's damage up there and you know you start getting in your head and sometimes when we would have sex if I wasn't fully wet in there and you know if these tablets I hadn't been probably as proactive of taking them like I was supposed to you know twice a week I would get in my head wouldn't I big time and I've I think I might have said that before but I think sex for women if they're not in the game they're like got their head in the game it's just not really going to happen. It's kind of, and that I think is a big issue with you. As soon as you go, oh, it hurts. But there's been times when you've felt present, you've felt horny and you're in the moment and you can drive <laughs> and you won't feel it. You'll be fine. But as soon as then you go, you, you get your head out of the zone and back into like, oh shit, you know, then you're like, I feel the pain. And mm. I've said that to you many a times. I said, it's in your head. I'm not saying what you're feeling is not real, yeah. but I said, when you're getting heady, when you're having sex, you're going to retract and you're going to feel those pains, mm. you know, maybe tensing up even. So you might close up a bit as well. So Yeah. The interesting thing, I guess, for me is on the outside of my vaginal area, I have, I've never felt like this horny. Do you know what I mean? Like the touch of it now since I've had a baby and I don't know whether it's these tablets, but there, like I can get off much more quicker. Do you know what I mean? Than ever before. Yeah. Or maybe your senses have heightened. Yeah. Yeah. Like you say, whether it's a tablet or not, or 
Maybe because you're not having sex as much, it's sort of like a bit more sensitive. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's um. What about from your perspective? Like, how? What do you kind of feel? Because obviously, it's been seven months. When do you, when did you reckon the last time we had sex besides yesterday? Oh, I thought maybe four weeks. Yeah, it might have been three weeks, but it was definitely a few weeks ago. Mm. And yeah, and- look, I guess like for me, it's sort of. I think we also are a bit out of whack with our timing, which is hard. Because, you know, there's times that I'm tired and you might be like, oh, a bit horny or vice versa. And when you're not in the mood, it is a bit hard, especially when you're tired. Um, So I think we've ran into a few roadblocks there from both sides. But, yeah, I guess, yeah, it's definitely a bit more present for me to compare to you. And it's, I don't know, you have your means in getting off. Well, this is interesting, isn't it? Because yesterday when we, because we, after we had sex, and, you know, I've always said to you, quantity you know, quality is better than quantity. Yeah. And I think since we've had a baby, we've actually had better sex sometimes. Yeah. Because we haven't been, like, putting that pressure on ourselves to have it, like, you know, have <laughs> your sex twice a week because that's what you should do. Like, Who was that, Heidi? I, I, that was me, the pressure of because my little anxious brain. I was and like, then you get upset that we didn't have sex. It's like, yeah, but, you know, if, we don't, if we're not feeling it, it's okay. <laughs> but the thing is, if you leave it longer... I think that you do have that built-up pressure of, oh, shit, I've forgotten how to sex. Oh, shit, like, uh, I'm a bit scared now, but, you know, I don't know what to do. And I don't know. I think you've got to find a happy medium, mm. you know. Well, it was funny because after we did have sex yesterday, that's when we went, when was the last time we had sex? And we both kind of, you know, joked around and you were like two months ago. <laughs> <laughs> and then when we got in the shower, having a shower afterwards, I said to you, well, have you wanked? Because I thought, Oh my god! Like I've never even noticed if he's done that, and you said, "Oh yeah, <laughs> when?" <laughs> a couple of days ago, <laughs> and you're like, "Where'd you do it?" So like, in the shower, it's easy to clean up. <laughs> but what I find so funny is like you didn't even tell me that you did that. Like, is that stuff that you're supposed to talk about? I don't, some... I don't know. I can't say I've really spoken. I, I would, I would say more not than so. But, but you always used to talk to me about it when we were when when you worked away. You would always tell me if you'd had a wank or not. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Right. I can't remember. Yeah. So you, and so and then I was like, well, what do you like? You know, get off about? And you said like porn and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, you were in the shower. Oh, but yeah, there's there's ways. <laughs> What <laughs> were you watching something through the screen? You just have, have your plastic bag hanging over the window with your phone stuck in there. <laughs> oh, and then you said to me, maybe you should um, try and, you know. Get yourself Get off. yourself off. Maybe it might make you a little bit more excited and horny. And I said. Nah, fuck that. <laughs> I don't speak it's like pe- that. I said, I don't have time. Uh, that's bullshit. Everyone's got time. I'm not saying you've got to take half an hour every day. But that's what I've had. For a woman, sometimes that's how long it takes you. Well, even if it's once a week. Mm. Everyone's I would much rather, and I said I would much rather have sex with you. Yeah, but maybe you need to work on yourself as well, you know. Righto. No, but it could be the case. (laughs) You know, because you always complain about like, oh, you know, you guys get it so much easier. But yeah, but if you work on yourself, you might find that you could get it easier as well. Yeah, it's interesting. Sex is a very interesting concept. And I think as parents... It varies a lot between genders and then also person to person. Mm. It's a massive, like, parameter of, like, everything. Yeah. You know, it's... Yeah. And uh, what I find really interesting is, you know, having sex as a parent, like, so Memphis had gone down for his nap. We 
we both started kissing in the kitchen and then all of a sudden he started stirring and we were like, quick, can we make it like a really quick quickie? Which I think is like the definition of parent sex, right? You've got a, quick, a, a small window. A really small yeah. window. And so for the woman, sometimes like it's like shit. You don't have enough time to get there. And yesterday, as well, I was just about to get there. Memph started screaming at the same time that I was about to scream. And so <laughs> it feels so awkward and weird. Yeah, well, like I said, maybe working on yourself when you've got a little bit of spare time when dad's out at work <laughs> and ba- baby's asleep. It might help. Well, you know, they do say orgasms <clears throat> are good for your mental health. There you go. They do really say that. Yeah, you're letting some steam off, letting a bit of pent up, I don't know, anger or whatever it is. You're... Well, they say it's really good for emotions and anger and all that kind of stuff. That you feel you're deflated less, in a good way. At you're the less end. A, like yeah. released, you know. Well, it's pretty much released. Like, ah. Well, you're a less angry person, apparently. Yeah, so maybe you should get your rocks off more. <laughs> well, we're going to have, um, you know, if if Australia does go into lockdown because of the coronavirus. We're all going to have a lot of lot more time on our hands, and a lot of people are saying, "Oh, will there be a baby boom?" <laughs> yeah, I don't think there will be because you know there's only a small window per month. Like, let's say if we were to lock down for two weeks, you know, the chances, yeah, you'll get a few extra pregnancies, but it's not going to be a huge spike in my mm. mind. I think you're probably looking the other way of more divorces because you're just getting sick and tired of being around your partner for twenty four seven. Yeah. That I'd be more like, yeah, I could see that happening. <laughs> <laughs> what you think that what are our possibilities? Baby number two or divorce court? Somewhere in the middle. <laughs> few arguments. Don't sit on the fence there, yeah, mate. F- few arguments, a few sexy times <laughs> and then yeah, we've got a big enough house that, you know, I can go out the back and you can stay inside or whatever and we can have our division, our space. <laughs> How do you feel about um, sex moving forward? Like what? what is your kind of, I guess, like best? Like what would you like for us? Oh, I don't know. I don't think it's about, you know, oh, I have to have sex once a week. I just think as long as we're still engaging and... Because um, intimacy, do you mean like engaging with sex or well, engaging yeah, and yeah. connecting and, and being intimate in other ways? A, a bit, I think we are a bit pathetic at times that we're sort of a bit in our own bubble whether it be on our phone or watching tv which i think that's fine because we can't some that's our us that's us relaxing and just chilling out so i think that's completely fine but i think sex you know obviously it's good to have i think it's one enjoyable and two it's also a nice way to connect with uh, one another but at the same time i'm not going to say we need to do it this amount of times otherwise then you get that pressure put on you and then it comes back to not saying once a week or once a fortnight's high quantity, but that mightn't be nice quality. So if we were to have sex once a fortnight, I think that'd be great, you know. <laughs> and that doesn't sound like much at all, but life does get busy. People are tired. Um, we've, we've got a young kid, so he does take up a lot of time. I'm still working. Uh, if our timing's not right, a few days easily go by. And yeah. then there you go, two weeks has just gone puff, you know. Yeah. So... It's, yeah, it's, it's also- so funny because like, a lot of like people that are married or parents, um, when we were younger, would be like, oh, don't get married, you won't have sex anymore, your dick's done for, all this oh. sort of stuff. And you're kind of like, no, like everyone loves sex. Here we are living it and it's not a huge priority, it still is there, but it does sort of, not wither away, but it does sort of 
you know, fall by the wayside. And it's crazy. It just does. You know, mm. I remember something you used to always talk about was like, oh, we're never going to stop having sex and this and that. And now you're the one that sort of... Um, not, I just had a not, baby. N- n- Oh, okay. So you're putting it on me. But, <laughs> but not, you know what not, I mean? Like it's just... Yeah, but you used to bang on all the time. Isn't... All the time you're like, oh, we've got to keep having sex like till the day we die. And it's like, oh, look, I agree. But here we are now and that's not the case. It just kind of is a little bit way of, you know, how, how life goes. But are you the kind of person that if you're not getting it at home, would you look elsewhere? No. Because, you know, that is something that... Would you give me a hall pass? No. Well, then do your job. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. You your know, only hall uh, pass is Margot Robbie. You know that. That's all right. Get, get her around. <laughs> yes, yeah, hall pass. Get her around. Pull her out your phone and get her around. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like at the end of the day, I do think one another does need to kind of help and service where you can. Not saying you have to do it. Even saying service. Well, you said it at the start. (laughs) So I'm just rolling with uh, that's the lingo. Oh, God. So I think definitely it's, um, you know, I think you've got to help out one another here and there. Whether that be sex or if someone really needs them to make a sandwich, Ranger, that's a shout out to you. That's our mate. (laughs) Um, You know, I think we've got to do it. And like you spoke about love languages, you do need to adhere to one another's love language every now and again to make them feel loved. Do you have any fetishes that you want as, because, you know, before you didn't have a huge sex drive, but like I said, your sex drive has definitely increased. So since you've been watching porn, <laughs> have you have you got any um, fetishes that you would want to try over the next month if we're going to lockdown? <laughs> well, watch this space. We'll see what happens. No, really? Yeah, we'll see. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> Speak up now. Um, no, not really. Not off the top of my head. If I find one, I'll let you know. Because what, what's your favourite sex position then? Oh, look, doggy's always good, but we haven't done that for a long time. Well, that's time. because I felt like I was closing over, I remember. So just even getting anywhere close well, well, to... Get out your head then. <laughs> it's not in the head. It's like I said, it felt <laughs> like it had closed over. <laughs> uh... uh... Well, what else are you going to say about it? What do you, where do you feel where we're at? Do you think we're in a good place or not a bad place or could do better? Well, like I really like sex when I'm there and present, exactly like what you were saying. Sometimes it's really hard for me to become present in the moment. Like, you know, sometimes I'm like, oh, what am I going to have for dinner tonight? What am I going to you know, when's the baby going to wake up? Should I have done this? What about um, this? Should I post this on social media? <laughs> like there's all these different thoughts that run through your head. And then, you know, as an anxious person as well, sometimes I'm thinking just just the roundabout conversation of just something random, you know what I mean? And so I do think for me personally, I could definitely get more in the moment. And I feel like when we have got to that point now of having sex less, I am more in the moment. Sorry, I was just tuning tuning out then. I didn't know what you were talking about. <laughs> you weren't present. <laughs> no. no. Um, do you know what I mean? So um, I think we are at a at a good place. Like I said, I feel like I'm when I am having sex, I am more horny than I ever have been before. Yeah. But I, I'm less, do you know what I mean, less times, like so... Be- yeah, yeah. No, before I used to be like, quick, we need to have sex this many times a week and blah, blah, blah. And so there was kind of, I don't know, the spontaneity wasn't there. Whereas here I feel like it's a little bit more spontaneous. And when I am out of my head, it is really good. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. Um, 
I mean, obviously, if it could increase a, a little bit, that would be great. But at the same time, it's, yeah, I think checking in with one another, making sure you are okay. And if, if you're not, speak up because, like you said, it might push someone to go elsewhere, which is not good at all. Mm. Um, but if it is something that really is important to you, you do need to, I think, speak it with your partner and just say, hey, I need a bit more affection from you because I'm feeling like I'm losing that. You start yeah. to lose that, then you start to lose maybe other things and then you may drift from that relationship. So, How many times do you um, wank? I don't know, once a week or so. Really? And I've only ever realised this lately. Yeah, I don't know. Like I, yesterday. I don't have a diary, but, you know, you're welcome to do it for me in the shower. No. If you can't bother having sex and all in the head, <laughs> or you could be bloody on the phone speaking to your mate and you can give me a quick rip. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, you don't have to put much effort in, just, you know. Stop already. Well, you know what? Maybe that's what you can do. There's a challenge. Oh, my God, please. Come on. Oh, and on. she's not doing it right now, I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and on that note, I think we should get out of here. Um, thank you so much Quick for shower. listening. <laughs> thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for getting around our podcast. Like we said, if you do want to join First Time Parents on our Facebook page, the private group, make sure you do that. Send us a request. Massive, massive love to our sponsors. Um, the best and only ice cream you should be eating in isolation life or lockdown wherever you are at that stage especially for new you know new little families for um it's it's a great late night treat or if you're pregnant or even if you've got little kids running around um because it's all you know great um, healthy option natural ingredients contains no added sugar low carb gluten-free low lactose um keto friendly and diabetic friendly for all your local stockists jump online to their website at um all the w's donatico.com massive love everyone and take care and stay safe happy sex